You're listening to a message from Christian Life Ministries in Coventry, a dynamic, growing church in the heart of the nation. We pray that God will speak to you through this word and impact your life for His glory. We don't need me to tell you that this is an extraordinary season. Uh, Life in lockdown, schools closed, exams cancelled, gatherings banned, the roads are quiet, there's unprecedented economic measures being put in place. Even people are having their hair cut by family members who have no experience or expertise in cutting hair. I don't know if this has been done purely for entertainment or really essential grooming requirements, but I've seen some of the results and it's looked, frankly, quite humorous. So I don't know the reason for that, but there's no doubt that these are extraordinary times. Truth is, we're out of our comfort zones. It's challenging, it's unprecedented. We're not used to this. We we don't know how to function here. Most of us have not lived through a time like this. It's extraordinary and we can wonder if we've really got what it takes to help us get through it. God, on the other hand, is not phased by the extraordinary. He is very at home with the extraordinary because he is extraordinary. And this should give us great encouragement that we can trust in him and find what is needed in this extraordinary season in him because he is an extraordinary God. Now this week many of us have been reading through the opening chapters of Acts. I know not all of us have but many of us have been and we've been looking at the days and weeks that follow Jesus's ascension into heaven and we get the unfolding account of the church being equipped for the extraordinary and then living in extraordinary times. If you haven't been reading that this week, don't worry, it's not going to matter for you in the next few minutes. But if you have been reading that, you're going to be a bit more familiar with the story and the text. In these next 15 minutes, we're just going to bring out a few simple points from Acts 1 to 5 and use them a little bit like stepping stones through the story, seeing as we go how God equips his church for the extraordinary. So we're going to visit four stepping stones today and boys and girls I would love it if you could find some things in your living room or nearby that you would be allowed to put on the floor and stand on to make some stepping stones and if you can find them and put them across your room maybe cushions or books or pieces of paper if they're not too slippery and see if you can really quickly make four stepping stones and I want you to imagine These stepping stones are going across a river. It can be deep or shallow, stony or sandy at the bottom. The water can be moving slow or fast, that doesn't matter. But you choose what it is and tell the grown-ups in your room so they can make sure that they don't fall in by accident. Now, boys and girls, if you can step onto your first stepping stone, and I want you to try and balance there until I tell you it's time to move on to the next one and see if you can listen as well while you balance. This first stepping stone is Acts 1 verse 8 and it shows us that God gives us extraordinary ability. Acts chapter 1 verse 8, it's the words of Jesus and he says this, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. He says you will receive power. Now, of course, power can mean might 
or strength. And certainly the apostles, after receiving this power, did some mighty miracles, healings in particular. But when we read some of the other parts of the New Testament that unpack how God's Spirit equips us and helps us to be witnesses, both individually and as a body together, parts of the Bible like 1 Corinthians 12 and Romans 12, we understand that God gives his followers his Holy Spirit to give them extraordinary ability to enable them to do more than they could do on their own. And that's not just about might or power or being super brave. It's it's also about being loving, teaching, serving, encouraging, giving, showing mercy, as well as things like prophecy and speaking in tongues and faith and healings and miracles. The Holy Spirit gives the followers of Jesus extraordinary ability to enable them to do things that they couldn't have done on their own. So in this extraordinary season, perhaps you find or feel sometimes that there are demands in this particular season that are just too much. Maybe there's pain or loss in your family and it really hurts right now. Maybe that feels like it's too much. Maybe the demands of your work seem almost overwhelming. Maybe you're a doctor or nurse or healthcare worker or, and, and you go into the hospital each day just facing a really pressurised day. Or maybe you're working from home and actually just trying to do your normal job but do it from home is demanding so much of you. Maybe there's tension in your household and it's eating away at you. Maybe you just can't wait to see your friends or frankly just the thought of another day in your house feels like more than you can bear. I want to invite us to ask Holy Spirit to help us and enable us, to give us his extraordinary ability to be able to do beyond what we can do on our own. Back in the second week of lockdown, feels like a long time ago now, uh, I phoned one of the older ladies in our congregation. We were checking in on all of our over 70s just to see if they were able to access our services online or if we needed to make another way available for them. And at the point when I phoned, she was really upset because her neighbour, who was also a really close friend, had just been taken by ambulance to hospital with COVID-19. And she was afraid and she was upset. So there I was, I was on the phone, you know, I can't do anything. All I can do really is listen. But because the Holy Spirit is in me, I have extraordinary ability. I can pray. I can bring change. And so we prayed. We prayed for the lady who'd been taken to hospital that the Lord would heal her. We prayed for our friend on the phone that she would know God's comfort and presence. And some others have prayed since into that situation. And I heard just a couple of weeks later that this lady's friend had been discharged home from hospital and was doing really well. And she said that she had felt so prayed for and so protected that when church was meeting again, she would love to come. And in the meantime, we've been able to add her to the list of those to whom we're sending a DVD every week of our church service so she can access church. You know, as we draw on God's strength, the strength that he makes available to us, this extraordinary ability, then we have something to give to others. And we also have a story to share with them of where they can and how they can find help in their moment of extreme need. We become witnesses to our extraordinary God through the Holy Spirit, 
he gives us extraordinary ability. Well, boys and girls, I don't know if you've managed to balance all that time on the stepping stones. You've done really well. I want you to step now right onto the next stepping stone and we're gonna move to our next one, which is in Acts 2, 42 to 47. We're gonna read that in just a moment because at the beginning of chapter two in Acts, we read that the believers are all together and that's where God pours out his Holy Spirit on them. There's the sound of wind blowing and tongues of fire, or what looks like that, over their heads and, and they begin speaking in languages that they've never learned. And what that means is that all the visitors in Jerusalem who've come there to celebrate, they can all hear the disciples speaking in a language that they understand. And into that situation, Peter preaches about Jesus crucified and raised from the dead and 3,000 people respond to the gospel and are baptized. Wow, it's in this moment that the church is born, this first sermon in the new church that Martin spoke of at the beginning. And, and then we come to Acts 2.42 and it tells us a little bit about this brand new church. Let's read it. It says, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. The brand new church committed to what it really needed to, to teaching, to meeting together for fellowship in Christ-centered community, breaking bread to remember Jesus and prayer. And they did those things, allowing sight of this new community of God's people to those around them. And as the early church committed to those important things in the sight of other people, the Lord added daily to their number those who were being saved. That is extraordinary growth. Do you know it's never been easier than it is now to give people sight of God's community? You know, we used to have to get people to come physically to a building. That meant they used to have to get out of bed. They had to get dressed, get up, leave the house and come to a brand new setting before they could get sight of God's community. Right now we can just send them a link and say, oh, we thought you might like to tune in and see what church is like. It's never been easier. And perhaps in this season, God might bring extraordinary growth. In this time that we didn't ask for and we don't really want, when we're doing church in a way that seemed inconceivable just two months ago, perhaps God might use these circumstances to draw people back to himself and to bring extraordinary growth. Have you managed to stay balanced, boys and girls, on your stepping stone? It's time to take another big step over the river onto the next stepping stone. You see, in the, voices, in the verses we just read about, uh, we heard that the believers were sharing what they had together, giving to anyone as he had needed. And of course, it seems right that we would share what we have with someone in need. But although that's right, it doesn't always mean that it's easy to do. And our next stepping stone is in Acts chapter three, verse six. And we're gonna see some extraordinary sharing. We're gonna read that verse in just a moment. You may well be familiar with the story because Peter and John, two of the apostles, they were going to the temple to pray. And there's a man there who's been crippled from birth, unable to walk, and he's begging outside the temple, asking for money. Now the apostles, they didn't have any money. But rather than saying, oh, I'm really sorry, I haven't got any change like you or I might maybe do, 
Peter embarked on some extraordinary sharing. In fact, he said these words to the man begging, and this is Acts 3, verse 6. He said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. And he took him by the hand and helped him up, and he was healed. Peter gives us a lesson in extraordinary sharing. You know, I'm conscious that for us, it's so easy when we find ourselves lacking something, maybe with less money, less freedom than we might normally have. We can be so conscious of what we don't have that we lose sight of what we do have. We lose sight that we've been given extraordinary ability, that we've been given access to the King of Kings, that we can pray for people, we can bring their needs to Him. We have access to a source, to the source, that never runs out, that we've been positioned and equipped for extraordinary sharing, to let others know and receive the love and the grace and the acceptance and the healing power of Jesus Christ. Peter is taking the lead in the early church as they are just learning that the Holy Spirit has equipped them with extraordinary ability so that they can go about some extraordinary sharing. You know, in this season, and perhaps in the days that lie ahead, there's going to be opportunity for us, the church, to be witnesses to the world around us as we express God's love in extraordinary sharing with those around our lives. That's why we're inviting you uh, to go online to the Reaching Wider section and say, yeah, I'm ready to serve. We're really just saying, I'm ready to step out in some extraordinary sharing. But I encourage us even today, let's make it our prayer every day. Lord, help me to see today what you've given me that I can give to someone else in extraordinary sharing. Well, kids, I hope you've kept your balance. It's time to step to the very last stepping stone. You've nearly made it right across. And this last stepping stone is in chapter 5, verse 41, and it has to do with extraordinary joy, a delight, a sense of deep pleasure that's extraordinary because it is not the obvious natural response to the circumstance. Extraordinary joy is a joy that can be found even in hard and sad places. Now, if we were to read through Acts chapter 3, we find that the extraordinary sharing by Peter, which resulted in a miraculous healing, it caused a lot of disruption because lots of people knew him and a crowd began to gather. And, and Peter told them all that the miracle had happened in Jesus's name. And then what happens through the next chapters, chapter four and chapter five, there are more healings. But the high priest and his associates, and they're really powerful people at that time, they become jealous and unhappy with what the apostles were doing. And the apostles end up with a couple of different nights spent in jail, in trouble for what they're doing. And in Acts 5.40, we're told they get flogged, physically punished and beaten. Now, this is not normally a cause for joy, but Acts 5.41, our final stepping stone today, tells us that the apostles left the Sanhedrin, the place where the priests were, they left rejoicing because they'd been counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name. Wow. These guys in Acts, they show us that there is extraordinary joy to be found when we identify with Jesus. You know, even when the circumstances are painful, 
even when they're difficult, maybe especially when the circumstances are difficult and painful, even there there's extraordinary joy that can be found. I'm not talking about us pretending, I'm not talking about us forcing it or having some sort of English stiff upper lip. I'm talking about us letting the Holy Spirit fill us with his joy that goes deeper than the circumstances, that goes deeper than our thoughts and understanding, a joy that comes when we choose to lean close into God's provision, when we choose to find joy in his closeness to us in the midst of the challenge we might be going through. Extraordinary joy. It is an extraordinary season, but these early chapters in Acts show us that we are being equipped for the extraordinary, that we're given extraordinary ability by the Holy Spirit in us, that the Lord is able to use extraordinary times to bring extraordinary growth. The believers in these early chapters, they show us the way forward through extraordinary sharing that allows us to be witnesses to those around us. And we can be encouraged that as we lean into closeness with and dependence on Jesus, there is extraordinary joy to be found, even in the midst of the most difficult circumstances. Our God is an extraordinary God. His church was birthed in extraordinary times. And I believe that we are here for such a time as this, equipped for the extraordinary by his Holy Spirit in us. Kids, you've done so great balancing on your stepping stones. Well done. I want to imagine now that you're coming near the end of the river, but I want you to imagine that that river is like God's Holy Spirit being poured out to do extraordinary things. And I want to ask you to take a big jump off your stepping stone right into that river. And as you jump in, we're going to pray. Lord, we praise you because you are an extraordinary God. Would you help us in this season to allow you to equip us by your spirit? Help us to jump into everything that you have for us in this time. Give us extraordinary ability through your Holy Spirit. Would you bring extraordinary growth to your church? Help us to step out in extraordinary sharing and may we choose and experience extraordinary joy. Help us to be your witnesses so that people can find their way home to you. And now, Father God, would you strengthen? Would you equip? Would you empower? Would you fill afresh with your Holy Spirit? Every man, every woman, every boy and girl tuned in today, that they might be filled afresh with your divine empowerment to have everything they need for today and for tomorrow. I ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.